Tom. The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, we're back, Popo Nation. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ceiling on WLSAM 890 Chicago. Broadcasting from the Big 89 downtown, Columbus Drive. Good to see you again, Paul. Ah, uh, it's always good to see you, my brother. What's going on this week, or what uh, happened this week? Uh, a lot of lot, stuff right? happened this week, okay? Lots of stuff. Uh, oh, oh, John Lovey and uh, crew over there filed a big lawsuit against Chicago Police Department. Officers used bogus warrants to raid women's homes. Uh-oh. It's not really old news, just the civil suit's new news. Right, you're talking about the uh, law firm of Lovey and Lovey. Lovey and Lovey. They love these suits. Uh, let me tell you, Mr. the Lovey and Lovey, uh, by the way, is a not-for-profit organization. They probably hit about $500 million in judgments a long time ago. <laughs> They're working towards a billion now. Yeah. When they show up, bad things happen to cities. Like, I don't know, 40 50 $60 million judgments against them. So uh, when Lovey shows up, you got a problem. You got a big problem. And let me tell you, he's been around a long time now. Yeah. He's no kid anymore. I remember when he was a kid and he was kicking it. You two used to play ball together? Yeah, not really. Over I'm, by I'm, there? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm considerably older than him still. But he, when he was a young cat, he was ringing him up. Now he's a middle-aged cat and he's killing him. Killing him. When he walks in, bad things happen. Well, you better watch out. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a bad man. When he puts his little name on an appearance for him, you got problems, my friend. So who are they defending right now? Well, uh, well they're prosecuting the city of Chicago and their officers. Oh, and they're, they're uh, prosecuting. And you know what? He doesn't deal in small numbers. This is not going to be, uh, here's a few hundred thousand, go away. That doesn't happen. So, lovey and lovey, on to another one. And they probably got a five, six, seven of them in the hopper. And I can't remember the last time he's lost, if he's ever lost. So this involves also uh, former police officers, Chicago police officers, uh, Xavier Elizondo and uh, David Salgado. You know, whenever we have uh, convicted, not so much charged, but convicted yeah. uh, police officers, I would, you know, I'm not going to refer to them as, uh, you know, either officer or sergeant or anything like not that. Even they, close, they don't deserve right? that. They don't deserve no, it. They do not. They gave up that right when they mm -hmm. got convicted or pled guilty. And I wish they would stop. Uh, stop printing that uh, all over the place too. People are lazy, my friend. They don't, you know, they just repeat from the last thing, and they could say the former, right? Right. But they don't even do that. They just act like they're still running around writing traffic tickets or slinging dope or whatever they were doing. In in, in this particular case, we have two Chicago women who say they were uh, set up, falsely arrested by uh, Chicago Popo, uh, and um, including including the two that we just spoke about, so, uh, Elizondo and Salgado. This has been a problem of late. There's a lot of these cases floating around out there where bad warrants are being served on bad, either informants making stuff up. So-called John Doe warrants. Yeah, John Doe warrants are very dangerous. You know, I mean, we've seen it on TV. Uh, Dave Savini and CBS has been just 
nailing them on these kind of cases. You know, the nine-year-old's having a birthday party and 20 cat guys right. kicking the front door and uh, everyone's got a gun pointed to their head about two seconds later. It's a problem, always. And that's, they got to be a little bit more careful, a little bit more judicious, right? That's right. Okay, uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Right. This is actually, you know, it's pretty old news because it happens so frequently. All right. But so. this is a good story. This is a feel-good story. Out of your neck <laughs> of the woods, right? <laughs> yes, it is. In the lovely west suburb of Lyle, the f- man charged for being high on weed drive during a head-on crash. Then he hit that pipe, brother, right? Then jumped in his ride. Big mistake. This, listen, folks, just because uh, weed became illegal uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, this problem has been around for a long time. It just didn't start. Okay, now it's just making news. <laughs> and we're lucky this wasn't really tragic because he's at Route 53 in Main Street, which is probably the busiest intersection in Lyle, okay? Or at least second busiest. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of traffic, a lot of traffic, a lot of stuff going on in that intersection. And he crosses over into the opposite lane mm. and hits somebody. Like He's I said, very, very dangerous, man. Driving while under the influence, DUI. Yeah, yeah listen. A big percentage of the, the, you know yeah. cases involve narcotics. Yeah, especially weed. Yep. Pharmaceuticals. Uh, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Uh, prescription or non-prescription. Um, it's all in there. <laughs> but now, yeah, weed's going to get a lot of play. Well, listen, they've been crashing into people ever since there's been weed, but now yeah. now they can say, well, yeah, I was smoking weed. What's the problem? Uh, it's daily double time. <laughs> Brick gets mad at me when I say that. It's not the daily double. <laughs> All right, and some more cannabis news. Uh, Springfield, they've got their act together, or at least uh, a businessman down there has their act together. You know, Chicago... For some reason, we've just, you know, we just got to get in the game. Well, what do they got, bro? They got the, the weed. Uh, they're going to be able to have a weed lounge where we're going to sit around and smoke, smoke that dope together. Yeah, yeah. The first approval in Illinois to open a public space to consume marijuana. I would argue that they've been doing it in Springfield for years, especially in the state house. They all act like they've been smoking dope the all day. The capital, if, for many of you who don't know, Springfield is the capital of Illinois. I mean, if you don't know that, you're in trouble, my friend. Okay? You've been you, smoking that weed for way too yeah, much. You've been okay? missing, you missed that third grade government class, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've got a, uh, let's see, they're, they're a dispensary. Now they're just going to, you know, I'm gonna have a lounge. open it up. Open the, it up. By the way, there was a photograph of the people sitting around in a lounge somewhere smoking pot. Uh, it's pretty safe to say you and I are probably not hanging with that crowd. And to to quote, it's gonna it's gonna be more than just a big open room where people can smoke cannabis. Uh, it's going to be well done. It's going to be tastefully done, and it's going to be an experience, Paul. That's my kind of joint. An okay, experience. I know where my next birthday is going to be held. <laughs> yeah, you do. Huh? Down in Springfield yeah, at this lounge, if they open up within the next month, might be going by yourself. I have a hard time <laughs> seeing the lovely Ava hanging in the marijuana lounge. Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> Let's take a trip down to the state capitol. I'll oh, yeah. show you a good time yeah, over yeah, she, by there. I think she'll stop about as far as Orland Park, and that'll be it. <laughs> You'd be going to that two-and-a-half-hour drive by yourself, buddy. Yeah, probably. I'll go with you. you go, well, yeah. I'll cover it. We'll cover it. We'll do it. You know, we'll do a bit for the show. Anything for the show. Yeah, but we can't. I, mean, I think we've got to get a party bus. That's an pre- idea. We'll do some pre-partying on the bus. <laughs> That's right. 
We're going to have smoke, a big cloud of smoke following the bus all the way down I-55. And then once we get down there, you know, it's uh, more of the same. We're going to have uh, our fans joining us. I'm pretty sure by the time you and I get down there, we'll be taking a nap in that lounge, okay? <laughs> be trashed. <laughs> I'm going to bring a lot of Red Bull with me. So you're going to need a lot of Red Bull. A lot of Red Five-hour energy? Five hours? Well, I think maybe 15-hour energy. How about okay. that? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, off the pot news, uh, which, uh, by the way, I'm sure we're way over $20 million in revenue at this point, right? I'm not sure if uh, supplies, uh, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> How did they not figure this one out? Because weed takes a long time to grow, Paul. Yeah, yeah okay? but we've known for years they're going to legalize it. We've known at least a year out this was going to happen. Yeah, with uh, Pritzker's uh, election, yeah, it was it was sort of a done deal. But but still, you've got to you've got to get the right uh, you know the right flavor the uh, the uh, I don't know. I don't know how you grow weed, but or or grow period, but <laughs> you got to do it right. I don't think there's great quality control on all the flavors. I think they're just putting all that weed out there and putting some stupid sticker in front of it. This helps you sleep. This helps you get horny. This helps uh, pick one, <laughs> <laughs> and it probably it's probably the same stuff all the way down the line. Fantastic, Paul. On that note, thanks for starting us off, my nonviolent, unimpeachable partner in crime. As we get underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including. North Shore's wayward son, Big Rob, has been charged with a massive fraud scheme against victim A, who invested millions with this new Trier High School grad. And later, in honor of our 69th report, Pornhub gets sued by a deaf man, strippers, and a female teacher arrested for alleged threesome with male student. What the problem is, I don't know. That and more when we return here on WLS AMA 90. 90. Welcome back, Popo Nation. A little R. Kelly music to get it going this second segment on WLSAM 890. Lupe Aguirre and Paul Cialino played a little Robert Kelly because no one else is playing it these days. <laughs> right? We'll be playing it. We'll be playing it through his trial, through his many trials. Through his many, many trials that are coming up. Yes, to come. The first one is scheduled to start in September. In September, that's right. Oh. That's right. The judge gave a date uh, on Wednesday. Told, uh, well, by the way, the headline was, Our Kelly misses court date. Folks, you can't miss a court date if you're in custody, okay? It's it's just that simple. That is the laziest headline ever. Right. Had some kind of medical issue. He chose not to come to hear a status hearing. Uh, and look, he's at the MCC, which means he's got to get cuffed up in the middle of the night, transported over to 26th in California, get to sit in the bullpen with all his fans all morning, and then show up in court for three seconds where he just looks like another inmate. Yeah. Right? So it's he, a waste of time and effort. Yeah, he don't have to show up for that stuff. Or law enforcement officials, Cook County officials. A lot yeah. of guys don't show up for court when they're in that custody. Was clickbait. That headline was clickbait. It's, that's all it is, right? Mrs. Court did all oh, oh, that. But they, uh, <laughs> the, the state attorney's lining up their witnesses to hit them with. And the first case is going to be with his former hairdresser, who beefed years ago. And the case went nowhere. Lanita Carter, yeah, she got she's yeah, she got a couple of big settlements. Well, well first big she settlement. Got dough, man. She did right? get some dough, yeah. Yeah. What did she get? Like six hundred fifty thousand or the so? The first one, and then yeah. he made a song about their uh, <laughs> about the hairdresser that cost him a hundred k. About that whole unfortunate experience that she had to uh, endure. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, she she bought one of the only ones that got paid. She got paid, yeah. Right? She got paid well. She got paid to be quiet, but no, she's not quiet any longer. No, she's not. What was that uh, when the uh, when our state's attorney? Um, 
put the call out there. You know, anyone who's been a victim. <laughs> yeah, on TV, right? Yeah. Come forward. Because, right. you know, we gotta, said, me, 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 here I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be quiet no uh, more. Oh, they're lining up, man. They're lining up and, uh, you know, uh, Greenberg's <sighs> asked about the case, right? And uh, the allegations and, and Greenberg and his best crusty criminal defense lawyer voice says, hey, hey. This is old stuff, nothing new here, and like, uh, you know, this ain't like wine, it doesn't get better with age. <laughs> That's a good line, actually. Yeah. The greedy bro, I wonder how long he worked on that one. <laughs> you over there helping him out? <laughs> yeah, you writing stuff for him, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. Uh, Greenberg's I'd, probably pretty I'd, capable of being a smart a asshole of interest. That'd be a conflict of interest, Paul. We don't care. We don't have a conflict. So what's her, what's her, what's her beef, really? I mean... And her beef is that, you know, he molested her while she was uh, giving him a haircut. Braiding. Braiding. She's, well, she wasn't cutting she, the hair. She's braiding, she's right? braiding his hair. Robert's yeah. sporting them braids. Looking pretty good when he sports them, actually. Right? Yeah. It looks to me like it might be painful. I don't think I'm braiding myself anytime soon. I think you look good in braids. But <laughs> we can try. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she claimed that Kelly tried to force her to perform oral sex on him, uh, but she resisted. And then she said Kelly then masturbated and spit on her face. <laughs> just what a class act, this uh, Robert. Guy, this guy has no manners. No, he, he has, has no, no manners, manners at all, man. None. Whatsoever. Uh, Mama Kelly was alive. She'd be shame to be reading all she this nonsense. Whole, and she did a whole Monica Lewinsky. You know, she uh, submitted her shirt yeah, she to the authorities it. for DNA and testing. what happened with that DNA testing? Hey. Oh, it came back to Robert. To match Kelly's DNA profile. Lo and behold. Ah, uh, well. Guess what? That, that, my friend, is called evidence. Yeah, that's right. He's going to be in jail a long time. Long time. So, and uh, another part of this story, she's been... Her, his dress. She she was his 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 braid person for braid a long maker. time. Braid, braid maker, maker for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And he's always he was always a perfect gentleman. He actually had table manners up until this incident, according to her. And this was a complete shock. You know, he that's help himself, what you know that's what couldn't. creeps do. They just they just you know yeah. come at you. I don't know victims out of nowhere. Today, but you out You're of right. nowhere, out of nowhere. Huh? This is the problem with not having any. Adult males in your family who will uh, stick up for your honor, right? Yeah, because that this stuff would be short circuited in the old days. Yeah, exactly. Because daddy or some brother would be banging on your door, whipping, bringing your ass out into Fifty Ninth Street and whipping it for you. But you don't you think she probably had some kind of uh, I don't know, some kind of a uh, suspicion that he he might uh, be a creep if teenagers are hanging around. I don't know. I think it was the worst kept secret in Chicago, Hollywood. Well, she, <laughs> didn't, or she didn't want to know because she's, I mean, she's working. She's operating. Uh, making money. Famous, right. famous uh, uh, singer's hair yeah. and making money. Right. She's uh, probably getting some side work from this. So she's, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of benefits to working for the rich and famous. Also, a lot of downfall yeah. kind of stuff, right? Ask Harvey Weinstein and all them actresses that are lining up now out in New York. Because once they once they decide to get creepy on you, you know they probably think you need to be you need to stay quiet because you're you've made a name off of me. You're quid, getting work off pro of me. Quid quid pro quo, right? Quid pro quo. Yeah, that's what's going on. Well, guess what? It's the Me Too era. A quid <clears throat> pro quo. Not going to work anymore, my friend. You go to jail. You get indicted. All kinds of problems with a lot less evidence than they used to insist on in the old days. 
And then, you know, they signed, I'm supposedly a confidentiality agreement. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you off. I'm going to give you some dough and you got to keep quiet on this. And then he released the song in 2009 about having sex with a woman who braids his hair. <laughs> Zigzag braids got him looking like spaghetti. The lyrics said, bro. You know, he that cost him a hundred k. That, that little. cost him a hundred k. I wonder if he made money with that song. What do you think? I don't. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably. And and now he don't have, he don't have a ten k to give up. He's just got some condo in Trump Tower. By the way, the two girlfriends were in court yesterday. They were. Yes, but not guilty plea was absolutely, entered. absolutely. You're not gonna, <laughs> right? You're not gonna plead guilty to that battery. Come on. No, come on, man! No. That ain't gangster. Come on, <laughs> oh, man! It was a little, little uh, domestic disturbance amongst friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was defending myself. I want anyone else moving to that. She just happened to you call mean, the cops first, so yes. that's why she gets the she gets to be the complainant, and I get to be, uh, yeah, and I get to be the offender. That's right, the defendant, defendant. As they say, I'm the defendant. Yeah, exact defendant. All right, what else is going on? Uh, we got teenagers acting badly. Believe it or not, I, I, we find this hard to believe. Huh? 17-year-old boy accused last Friday driving around looking for a random person to shoot. Man. Huh? Well, you know, after participating in the killing of an 18-year-old man previous year on the South Side. Sonique Dunn faces a charge of first-degree murder in the shooting of Willie Washington on August 12th. He was standing at 79th and Phillips Avenue, minding his own business, and got lit up. $500,000 bond, 50 to walk. Just because this kid wanted to slide. Felt like shooting somebody, so I did. Just anyone. It's 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 random. You know, let's just go shooting. That's crazy stuff, man. This is some, it's crazy, crazy some stuff, crazy right? Crazy stuff. Hey, my uh former uh defense attorney, Charles Judge Charles Beach is on this uh Charlie Beach, huh? Charlie Beach, man. I went up with him a few couple two, three times. Charlie's not gonna play, is he? <clears throat> Oh, he's uh, man. They got him over the, over by there on Twenty Sixth Street, man, handling you, murder cases, handling, handling heater cases over there Twenty Sixth Street. This ain't no DUI, man. He's handling uh, murder cases now. That's wow. right, Charlie, Charlie. Talking big stuff now. Good for you, Mister Beach, Judge right. Beach. Huh? Be careful out there, guys. When you see a bunch of uh, wayward uh, kids uh, driving down the street uh, with a gun in their hands, all right? That's move out of the way. Get, you get you out of the way quick, right? Or duck, duck, duck and roll, Jump. duck and roll. They don't hit moving targets real well. Yeah, duck and roll. Well, they're a little upset on the Gold Coast Loop. Hey, man, robberies aren't good for Ooh, anyone. It's not but, good for business. not good for uh, people spending dough on the Mag Mile. Them folks on the Gold Coast, they don't like getting robbed. And when they get robbed, the police get phone calls, lots of them. Aldermen are calling. Mayor's calling. Everybody's calling. They're having community meetings and such. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to cut down on the robberies too much. I think we need to hire some personal bodyguards. How about that? That's right. They can afford it, right? Damn right, they can afford it. Living on the Gold Coast, you need a little personal security. Armed personal security. That's right, Paul. So just be careful, people, on the Meg Mile River North over by there. All right. Coming up, we've got that Irwin uh, mm, cop who was uh, unfortunately killed. And uh, the girl that was with him, he's got some explaining to do, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Purple Report on WLS AM and 90. See you in a bit. Yes. Uh, welcome back. Paul Cialino, Lupe Acquired, WLS AM 890. Big Chicago weekend show. we got to say weekend show from now on. You know why? Why? 
Because they're playing us all weekend. I like it. We're on Saturday. We're on Sunday. We're on two times on Saturday. You know, sometimes we just don't know when we're going to be on because we're the go-to team, apparently. They got a problem. They need to fill a couple hours. Hey, all loopy. Those two guys over there. Yeah, plugging them two knuckleheads, okay? (laughs) Those two guys. (laughs) Perfect. That's right. (laughs) They're great. Thank you, WLS. That's right. Homegrown products on WLS, folks. (laughs) That's right. We're here. Well, a little tragic, the next story. Well, a lot tragic, actually. Big tragic, right? Yeah. We had a young uh, Berwyn officer get killed in a car accident on I-55 past weekend. And another police officer's driving a car at 6 a.m. Sunday morning. They're not working. There was no work involved in this thing. The victim... Was a Berwyn officer of ten years, kid kid that grew up in Glen Ellen, couple kids, wifey at home, and the driver was a female Joliet officer. Berwyn and Joliet, what's the uh, distance between those two <laughs> oh, towns? I don't know, about forty five miles or so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Berwyn's on the edge of the city, and Joliet's out there, right? Okay. It's in Will County, almost in Grundy. <laughs> it's pretty far out there, man. It's pretty far south. Way, it's a way up. 55 out past Bolingbrook. They've got uh, similar, they're in age, 35, 33. Well, I mean, we can only speculate on how they met and what their relationship's like. But, um, yeah, they're driving home together or driving somewhere. Somewhere. They're driving somewhere from somewhere at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Guessing not church at Sunday morning. Is she married? Is she, uh, she got any kids? I think she's single. She's single. She gets charged with DUI, but... Uh, to her credit, she blew under the legal limit. Which is point zero eight, Right. Which, you know, on a, on a woman that weighs, you know, average-sized woman, 120, 30 pounds, uh, it don't take much to get DUI, but she was not DUI. But they charged her anyways. Her attorney, uh, Attorney Tomczak, right. uh, it's, couldn't give us an exact uh, a number that she blew. By the way, he's a great player for the Chicago Bears. Jeff Tomczak? Tom Zack. <laughs> he wasn't that good, okay? The quarterback? He's a good Tom Zack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a career for a minute here. Now, this Tom Zack used to be the state's attorney in Wilcon, and I know Jeff. He's a good, extremely talented attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he'll wind up trying this case, because they already pulled in a special prosecutor in Will County to, to, you know, deal with this case. So what's going on with this? Why Why is a special prosecutor... Uh, well, you've got a Joliet police officer who regularly... Testifies in mm-hmm. court in Will County, and they just to be on the safe side, so no one accuses of them. Give her a hometown advantage to bring in a judge from out of the jurisdiction. No conflict uh, of interest. Prosecutor. No conflict. Of different interest. prosecutor's office. Yeah. Yeah. Unfair advantage. Well, whatever. I I don't think. I think she got charged because this kid got killed, and they didn't know what else to do. But they also charged the wreck that was on the side of the road that caused all this. The guy in that wreck got charged with a DUI. Six o'clock in the morning, man. Nothing good's happening on the interstate when someone gets killed. Generally, right? Is that part of the interstate? Like the uh, the attorney said, is it is it is it is it dark? Is it? Uh, it's a bad area. Bad area. It's two lanes on was each it a, side. Is it a turn? There's been a lot of fatality accidents on that stretch over the years, right? Mm-hmm. And so any any little thing causes big problems in that stretch. If you're if you're not, you know. Uh, if you don't have your eyes on the road, it is late. Whether you're, whether you've been, had a drink or, or multiple drinks or none at all, it's late or it's early, whatever. You gotta keep your eye on the road. 
Maybe her eyes weren't on the road. I mean, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. It's still pitch dark out, right? Especially and, now. Especially and there's now. no traffic generally. That's the problem. And, you know, like... Let your guard like down. Like most police officers, they drive like raving lunatics off duty, on duty. It doesn't matter. Because we get away with everything. That's yeah, why. pretty much, especially when they're young, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, she rolls, uh, comes over a little crest man, and there's an accident, and mm-hmm. his side of the car takes the brunt of the damage. And I mean, instantly, yeah. His I mean, side of the car looked like an IED went off in there, man. It was brutal. And I, and I think whoever was sitting there would have wound up dead. Oh, absolutely! And tragic stuff, and uh, you know, two young people out, man. Doing whatever. There's yeah. A, there's a lot of angst over this one. So, yeah. So, she may or may not keep her job. I mean, depending on what happens. Uh, she's a veteran, right? And yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. She'd I mean, lose her job over a misdemeanor co- conviction of DUI. But, like I said, if she if she wasn't right. driving under the influence. Yeah. I got a feeling, man, uh, because her... Uh, listen, she blood, urine, and blue. Uh, she cooperated fully. She's got a... Strong case. Depending on what she said to the, you know, Popo, mm-hmm. the state police investigator, uh, she she could very well walk away without a DUI um, conviction on this. She's got a, yeah, she's got a good case. Uh, tragic, tragic all around. Yeah. Uh, Tomzik said she was inconsolable. Just couldn't, you know, I mean, devastated over the loss of her friend. Friend, and he, exactly, he's got family yes he does and so everyone's uh the family immediately issued a statement please respect our privacy we're not talking to nobody which is a smart move yeah all right we got some uh uh shady uh action in logan square what happened in logan square we had a sh- shooting Wait, let's see let's see it's suspects in logan square shooting fire at p- pursuing officers ah uh, never a good idea in chicago my friend before they crash it was the four miles away shoot back, won't they Yes. Yes. They usually shoot back with a lot more people shooting back at you. Yes, but I'm not sure if not sure if uh, police officers uh, shot back in this case. But it's never a good sign when you're chasing bad guys down the street. Uh, you know, you've got pedestrians, you've got you've got uh, uh, car traffic, you've got everything. So it's it makes for a not not a good outcome. Well, typically. you know, here this is a classic uh, case of you know. Let's say it. Latin Kings, one of their guys got killed. They're at a funeral. Gang intelligence, CPD gang intelligence guys are out there doing a surveillance. See who shows up at the funeral, which is typical. And they get into a beef with the funeral attendees, which results in somebody shooting at them and then taking off, getting in a crash uh, after they shot at the police and they get caught. Yeah, well, these gang funerals, everyone's uh, everyone who attends, you, you know you're a sitting duck. You're there to mourn your homie. And, uh, you know, drink, a, a, lot. A, drink, of a, drink right. a 40, you know, yeah, or a couple or a couple. So smoke some reefer, smoke some weed. And you got that, you know, that nine millimeter burning a hole in your pocket. You just want to be a badass today, right? You're yeah. in a bad mood. Rival gang members know where you're, where you at. There's so a lot of shootings at, in funerals at this town, in the cemetery, at the funeral home. This is a tra- grand tradition in this city. Yeah, like like you said, uh, gang intelligence, police officers in the area. They know this is they know this is going down. They prepare as much as possible, but still, things like this happen. Well, the police didn't get shot, no. so that's good. That's good. Yeah. And they were very restrained. They could have been much worse. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes, in the old days, this might have ended a lot differently. <laughs> Just getting handcuffs put on you.
I mean, it ended at what forty four hundred block of Northwestern in the Ravenswood neighborhood. Yeah, they crashed the car. Uh huh. Yeah. When you're drunk, high, and shooting, bad things happen when you're getting in the vehicle then. You got that crazy adrenaline going. Yeah, you're going to make stupid decisions while you're being chased by the popo, and you're shooting at them. Yeah. This is probably about a 20 to 25-year sentence at the end of the day. They're probably like, man, this is like the movies. Yeah, it's not going to end like the movies, no, buddy. You're typically not going like to get away. Unless it's Shawshank Redemption. That's the only way that's going to end. <laughs> All right, we got a new Trier grad. I love new Trier. In the news. Uh, new Trier is always being touted as one of the best high schools in America, certainly the best in Illinois, right? So if you uh, decide to, uh, I guess, uh, scheme uh, <laughs> something corruptly, it's usually going to it's gonna last for a while because you got some smarts, right? You, you know, you're going to make this thing last until... Uh, until you get caught up oh, some of the brats think they're the hottest thing walking man they run the world ask them you know a lot of them go to ivy league schools a lot of their mom and daddies are very very wealthy right everybody lives up there a lot of the reason to living up there is so your kids can go to nutrier we got this guy robert Gorod- Gorodeski. <laughs> he likes to be known as big rob big rob big rob got some he's gonna be doing some big time pretty soon and uh, courtesy of the feds Let's see. Charged Tuesday, uh, U.S. District Court with massive with a massive fraud scheme against a single victim known as Victim A, who invested millions of dollars with this kid in belief that the funds were wisely invested and earning handsome dividends. My guess is this individual A is a relative. Who else is going to give this knucklehead ten million dollars? How about a sugar daddy? <laughs> Come on, man. No? No, I don't think so. No? I'm betting it's going to be Grandma, Uncle Joe. I think so. Somebody like that, right? No sugar daddy. No sugar daddy. I don't think. Rob don't look like the type, okay? <laughs> Rob, 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 Rob has uh, got nothing going for him except maybe a personal relationship with this individual. All right. We're, we're going to take a break right now and dissect this a little bit further when we get back. And later on, we've got uh, some more rapper news, all right, an update. Juice World, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90s. Well, apparently they did them wrong with old Rob out in Vegas, right? Our new Trier graduate. He made a name for himself. He was a maverick out in Las Vegas. Yeah, the only name he's going to have now is, uh, Your Honor, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean to take the $10 million and, you know... My sports car, high-end watches, and the usual uh, trappings of wealth and fame. I guess it's safe to say he's not going to be betting on uh, Super Bowl 2020, huh? I don't think so. Probably got a Maybe not bond, so much. Got the, bond rest- the old bond restriction thing is going to be happening with him. Mm-hmm. He's only 27, Glencoe. Still got a lot of light left. Even if he gets 10, he's out in eight and a half. At 27, he stole $10 million from Investor A, who... Paul says, probably a relative. <laughs> I'm you know? telling you, man, it's going to be a relative Ooh. or a neighbor or some person. Just that's... one guy. But, but how would one guy, like, give this kid, just because he told him, hey, in high school, during, you know, math class, I was on my dad's, uh, you know, uh, investment account. Or I was his, his, his trade making trades on uh, on my dad's Ameritrade account in yeah. high school. Yeah. I made a couple, two, three dollars. I can make some more for you, right? That's right. Yeah, he'd bet more than a million dollars, though. Dropping three fifty on a single NFL goes Sunday, right? Tens of thousands of dollars more, Major League Baseball games, NBA, tennis, soccer, and even high school sports. 
hanging out with sports stars and hotties in Vegas. I mean, this guy, this guy was he, doing his he thing. He won 65% of his sports bets, bets right? Most gamblers go, yeah. Don't, right? you, don't, you, don't you win 65% of your sports mm, bets? Man, that's why I don't bet sports, brother, because I've uh, been burned more than one time. <laughs> you know. Stay away from that. He was rolling, man. He had them $2,500 high top sneakers, huh? Had a crew, you had gotta, a posse. Paul, you got to look the part, okay? <laughs> hey, his crew included a financial manager, huh? An enforcer, and a pickup artist. What does that mean, a pickup artist? Hanging out with Robert Kelly? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? I have no pick up idea. Our, listen, uh, Rob's not the most attractive uh, guy to ever graduate from New Trier. <laughs> no. He's not going to be any doing them Rob Lowe parts uh, in Hollywood. So he, he, has to, he had to find his niche, okay? So this is... This is his, this was his niche, I guess. Yes. Well, it's it's now gone, <laughs> done. It's finito. <laughs> he had betters flocking to, to him for advice. He was a big Instagram guy. He had like what a hundred and forty thousand something followers. My God, Instagram people are some of the most gullible. If you if you're flashy on Instagram, if you've got if you got a you know some kind of hook, I guess you know. And they were. I guess paying him for uh, some betting advice, at least $500, $500 a pop. $500 a month to belong to his subscription service. Yeah. Right? He's, this guy, he's going down like a rock. And he, the, the way he's pled or uh, the charges uh, they charge him with, they're usually charges that precede a guilty plea. He's been in there with his lawyer going, please, 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 please. So it's it's also uh, safe to say he's in the running for the Jag Off of the Week Award. Oh, he is definitely, by the way, folks, we have a new uh, highlight, right? Is that a highlight? Well, a new thing we're doing. New here. thing, man. Jag Off of the Week, which is uh, Paul and Lupier taking uh, credit for creating that word. Or at the very least, making it more popular. Made, yeah, so Big Rob, <laughs> Big Rob. <laughs> Big, Big Rob's Rob. in the running. He's in the running for Jag Off of the Week, folks. All right, we got uh, rapper news. An update. We well, finally know what happened to this just, guy, as if we bro, didn't, right? Bro, this is dead rapper news. <laughs> this isn't a live rapper news. This is dead rapper stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. By the he, way, do, do you got to be alive to be in the running for Jag off of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah. You got to <laughs> be alive. Our rules? You got to be alive. Because yeah. this kid would probably, he definitely would be in the running. If can't he can't be a dead Jag off. You no. got to be a live Jag off. <laughs> you got to be a live one, yeah. right? Does Rahm Emanuel, like, is he in the running automatically every week? You got to make the news. Yeah. Rahm's reading a book. He's writing a book? Yeah, might be able to get right, it. We'll see. Get in it, right? We'll have him as a guest. What happened to our Chicago rapper, uh, Juice World? So what, this happened about a month ago? Or? Yeah, flew into Midway and had a little reception committee on his private jet, didn't he? Man, he had vacuum-sealed bags of marijuana, you know, bottles of uh, prescription codeine, cough syrup, you name it. Guns, drugs, and... Uh, and what else? Guns and drugs. And, and he bullets, had a reception. A lot of bullets. Armor-piercing bullets, I might add. Okay. And the Chicago Popo were waiting for him oh, on yes, the runway. they were. And he uh, ingested a bunch of Oxycontin, apparently, uh, in an attempt to conceal it from the Popo. Didn't he realize you could just flush it down the toilet? I'm f you know, listen, you're on your <laughs> private jet. Or open the window you're in not, the jet and just throw it out jet. while you're flying? No, no, you're, no, no that's you not happening. That. No, 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 no. What about when you're, like, really low? Uh, you can't, no. still can't do that? You probably could, but the pilots might become a <laughs> might upset if you open a door or window while they're uh, 
whipping along at about 300 miles an hour. Okay, well, that goes that plan. But I guess, yeah, he... Uh he just OD'd and finally know that it was, uh, he OD'd on oxycodone and codeine. And Percocet. Mm, Percocet. Yeah, yeah. Percocet's a bad one. The trifecta of bad drugs. The, uh, the girlfriend dined him out. The dead rapper's girlfriend says, yeah, he's got a drug problem. <laughs> you think? <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? He's got a drug problem. Yeah. But uh, the dude was, you know, I mean, this uh, all parent. Everyone loved him. He grew. I went to Homewood Flossmore High School out in the southern suburbs. I mean, yeah. yeah Everyone yeah, liked yeah. this kid. A major talent. Had a $3 million deal. He's going places. Uh, video. McDonald's wanted him to be a spokesperson for him. I mean, he's he had the world by the ass, bro. I mean, he really did. This is tragic on every level. Got caught up with the drug problem. Yes, he did. All right, wow. we got a couple, a couple kids, a couple prep swimmers who got caught up in some uh, Southside violence over by there. No, some Westside violence in West Inglewood. That's Southwest, right? That's South, man. That's just Lynn Bloom's considered Southside. This is the West Side of Inglewood. Yeah, which is still in the South Side. Yes, it's all South. Okay, but Lynn Bloom High School uh, is now called Lynn Bloom Math and Science Academy. I've known people who teach there. My cousin Betty was a counselor there for many years. Used to have a panic button on her desk. Oh, kids were not allowed within six feet of a teacher. This is how tough uh, Lindblom is. Now they've rehabilitated Lindblom, turned it into a math and science academy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where all the smart kids go on the south side, right? But what happened over there? <laughs> well, you know, back in my days, when you're, let's say you weren't, you weren't gangbanging, you weren't doing, uh, you know, some things Actually, you weren't supposed to be doing. doing high you're just a stuff. kid. You're yeah. doing high school stuff. You're in sports. You're hanging out with your friends. You got left alone. Okay, nobody messed with you. Even the gangbangers just left you alone. Bad guys. The way it should be. Exactly. You're no, not a player, right? Yeah, and these kids, I mean, yeah, they're leaving their swim meet. And they're, they're going, you know, and, and, and they get robbed and shot. I mean, that's BS, you know. Come on, gangsters, quit shooting the good kids. Exactly. Okay? Shoot each other. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, report endorses the... The elimination of, uh, the self-elimination of gangbangers, right? Yeah, exactly. We, but we do not endorse you shooting kids who are trying to make it. Where's trying the to go honor? To college, yeah, right? Exactly. There's no honor in this, guys. No, right? no, none. Zero honor in shooting a non-combatant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of the Combatant. rules, yeah, rules of warfare. Exactly. That's right. We don't shoot civilians. It goes completely against the Geneva Conventions, uh, the Chicago Conventions, too. Yeah, uh, we got a convention? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the Geneva Convention, These are right? strict rules that should be followed by combatants, i.e. gangbangers. The Chicago Popo Convention, I think we should call it. Okay, we can right? call it that too, yeah. And, uh, and the Popo Court says, boys, no robbing, shooting civilians. Exactly. Okay? Little kids Little. are from porches. Off, off, they're off, off limits. The off limits, right? Leave them be. And we will give you props every week for doing that. Man, you shoot each other, shoot some another gangbanger. Hey, man, yeah, you'll make the Popo report. Right. We'll talk and we'll give you some play. My name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you shoot a civilian, you're in running for Jag off of the week. Unfortunately, we don't have names. We don't, we, these bad guys weren't caught. No. Dumb gangbangers, but can we do, uh, I don't know, is that, that's not part of the uh, rules, though. You got to be named. You got to be a named defender. Oh, yeah, you got to be a named defender. Yeah. We got to have a name before you can make the, uh, you know, Jag of the week. All right, uh, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that West Side Barbershop shooting. Two young kids. Yeah, some more tragic news. All right, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. See you in a bit.
Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Yeah, welcome back, sports fans. Heading into the second half of the show. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ciolino, WLS AM 890 Chicago. Folks, yeah, listen to this show live or record it on the next day or the next later that night. Go to WLSAM.com. Pick on podcasts and hit the Chicago Popo Report and listen to it anytime you want. Free of commercials, traffic, and weather. You want to know about the weather, look out your window, okay? This time of year, it's bad. Never yeah. good. It's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of weird this year. We got snow, and then we got rain. We got snow, and we got yeah. rain. And then we got 50-degree weather. And then Bro, it's it gets weird. bad, and it gets worse. That's what it does this time it's of weird. year, okay? We got we got about 120 more days of this nonsense. <laughs> this is this is going to be... This is the dog days of winter we're entering. Once, once we hit March... It's all good for me, man. Yeah, try April, late April. <laughs> That's about when it starts warming up. Finally, quit, quit, quit depressing me, Paul. All right, because yeah, you know how many times we've we been opening day at Wrigley or the cell and, and it's snowing. Yeah, yeah, it's snowing like it beat a drum in yeah, April. True. That's true. All right, uh, next guy, Naperville guy, Darcel Booker, thirty-five, committed a crime in the wrong county, Boone <laughs> County. You're kidding me. If this would have happened in Cook County, what, he would have had probation yeah, probably? I'm telling you, this is probation all day long in Cook County, okay? <laughs> so, so what did Darcel do? Darcel <laughs> and his lady friend and a one-year-old child are driving out Interstate 90 in Boone County. State police pull them over. Woman's in the state trooper, brings her back in the car to write her a ticket. Just a couple, two, three tickets, yeah. no big deal, then right? the K-9 state trooper shows oh, up and the dog's going, oh, they get crazy, I'm huh? smelling that a marijuana or something in this car. Smelling something illicit, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this guy. Mr. Booker then uh, climbs into the driver's seat and takes off with the one-year-old in the back. In other words, he overreacts and does something really, really stupid in Boone County. Should have took the heat, bro, right? <laughs> exactly. I would have blamed it on the driver. <laughs> yes, right. that's right. It's not, not my car. Not my car. Not my mine, man. Stuff it under the so, seat, right? In front. Uh, three hours seat. later, they catch up with this dude in Madison, Wisconsin. He's got the one-year-old. He retur- returns the one-year-old child. Safe and sound. And I mean. the dude gets charged with aggravated kidnapping. Now, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty sure he didn't call up somebody and say, I want 20000 for the safe return of the child. No. Right? Yeah. But it's, this is this is a real case of overcharging a dude for being real, a moron, basically. But by the way, the kid's never harmed. As far as we know, the diaper got changed, right? Our boy, Darcel, age 35, he pleads guilty in Boone and gets 13 and a half years on a guilty plea, bro. This is, this is tough sentencing, man. Tough deal. You think uh, because he was uh, he was literally over a month later he got caught up in uh, Wisconsin somewhere I think it was Madison. You think that kind of had something to do with it? Like man, if he would have like just given up right then and there, you know? Yeah, I, I like, do think that. He, um, but he, you know, the, he didn't kidnap this child. He, the child was returned less than four hours later. Right, and he and he, and he, he, he was went missing for the next month or so, and then they uh, cut off. Hiding out, man. Hiding out, yeah, yeah. yeah good thing because my I'm, guess is he's been pre-trial confinement in Boone County. Because this happened in Boone County, I can't get caught, but he got caught. Yeah, 
So, uh, Mr. Poor, B- Mr. Booker, poor bastard, is not in the running for Jag off of the week because it's not all that bad. What he did, <laughs> it's stupid, right? It's just stupid. And he returned a child unharmed. It, this is sort of low level, low level Jag off, right? Yeah, it's very low it's level very... Jag off. Yes. So if nothing turns, yeah, I'm sure we have uh, higher level Jag offs than this guy. We've already done about three stories yeah. where we okay. got higher level ones, right? All right. So. But thirteen and a half years got to do eighty five percent. Eighty five percent. Oh man, man that's brutal. Darcel, Darcel, you should have you should have thought about this one before you jumped in and drove away. He's not looking to freedom till he's uh, I don't know forty seven. 46-ish? I wonder what happens with the the chick who owned the car. Do you think she, she got charged with anything? I don't know. No. It doesn't say. No, it doesn't say. Probably not. So we're going to quickly switch gears again. Uh, talk about that uh, uh, West Side Barbershop shooting uh, two, uh, two kids. Brothers, nonetheless. I mean. Young kids, man. Young kids. kids I mean. Really little, they were that old at all. They were preteens, weren't they? Yeah. If, uh, b- b- popular West Side Barbershop. Uh, let's see some. Here, these. Gangster Jagoffs walk in there looking for some uh, somebody to shoot. Uh, walk back out and start spraying the place full of customers. Man, 11 year old good shot. Yeah, exactly. One in the stomach, one in the leg. I oh mean, man, you know these guys are definitely candidates for Jagoff of the week. Yeah, but we don't have we don't have defendants. We don't have offenders. As of uh, yeah, as of uh, late, late this week, uh, no arrests have been made. But uh, I mean, these kids are looking at uh, I don't know some. Some tough times ahead. Well, anytime a kid gets shot, especially a young kid, still growing, I mean, man, these bullets are, they do serious physical damage. Physical and psychological damage. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're just going to get a haircut, man. You get yeah. lit up by some idiot. You're not thinking about anything yeah. but just, you know, getting a haircut, hanging out with your mom, you know, maybe seeing some friends and whatever. And this is just, this is just damaging. Well, there's a crowdfunding website to help raise money for the kids, help pay for their medical bills, which I doubt. That money will ever be used for that, but they've raised about two thousand so far. So um, yeah, it's tragic, tragic, tragic. Yes, it is. Uh, deep dive time, bro. All right, uh, we've got. Uh, let's see if. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, this guy. So uh, Michael Tate, thirty-year-old Michael Tate, over by there on the west side. On uh, My- Michael's definitely a candidate for Jag off of the week, oh, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> right on Randall. So let's see, let's see. Uh, he gets into a. Uh, He's not allowed in the house to begin with when, he, when he's drinking, right? Because <laughs> Michael has a history of being a jag off when he's drinking, yeah, without a doubt. And yeah. then, and then, so he's he somehow gets into his parents' house and it wakes him up, and he's cooking in the kitchen. And they're like, "What the hell are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here." All right, man. So do what you have to do, and you better leave in the morning. And then he gets all upset, starts fighting with moms. <laughs> gets a knife out. She runs out. She calls a neighbor, and at this point, I guess he's fine with with dad. Who? What? He just got home from uh, surgery, right? Yeah, dad's seventy four year old. He's a dialysis patient. He, he needs a walker. He's got limited use of his left hand. Recently underwent surgery for a heart uh, on his heart and left arm. I mean, this poor guy is is got. A lot of serious health issues. Got problems, exactly. And he's 74 years old, uh, and he's got this drunk, stupid 38-year-old son in the house uh, acting like a stone jagoff. Sure, it's more than alcohol. And what does he do, Luke? What does is, what is our, our friend, our buddy, our drunk West Town man do? What does he do to his parents? Mr. Well, the mom, the mom got away. She... Uh... She uh, she got out of the house, and but the father he was uh, found bloodied in his bedroom, suffering from two stab wounds and cuts. I mean, he died. You gotta love this guy, huh? 
I'm 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 pretty much ready to call this contest right now. But we'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait. We we have got some to go. Michael, at, le- at least they got this mope off the street. Michael Tate. Yeah, he had three prior felony convictions, including felony aggravated ag bad uh, with a deadly weapon and two misdemeanor convictions. So I mean yeah, this guy's somewhat disturbed. Uh, Judge Navarro racked him, though, on the bond, so uh, he's not going anywhere. All right. All right. Definitely in the running. All right. We've got, uh, let's see. Oh, the Chicago Madams <laughs> in the news. Our favorite. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the like Premier this. Playhouse girl, right? They yeah. ran that kinky uh, sexual playpen over there on the west side. On uh, what street is that? Augusta, yeah, twenty four hundred block of Augusta. Yeah. Is that Wicker Park? Sort of. Uh, Jessica Nesbitt, she's a self proclaimed Chicago madam. She's waiting on trial on uh, uh, you know, all kinds of prostitution related charges in federal court. In front of Judge Dow, not good for her, I would say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's also known as Madam Priscilla Bell, and part of her bond requirement was. Get out of the sex business, honey. Go get a job waiting tables. No, I go Jessica. Yeah, no, yeah. Get, get out of the uh, you know the the sex business for a little bit. I don't think she's you know gonna do a job where she's gonna be picking up quarters and nickels and dimes. All right, <laughs> just I don't see her doing it. That doesn't support her lifestyle. Uh, no, it does not support her lifestyle. She can't tone it down a little uh, bit. She just, chose not to in just, any event. Just until just until this whole thing is behind her, and then she could. Go somewhere under an assumed name. That would have been the smart move, you know, something right? like that. Because the, these things come and go. But the feds are all over her stuff, man. They are just lighting her up. What's her problem? Come on, leave that girl alone. Thirty-one-year-old Jessica Nesbitt. Hmm. Well, you might want to look her up on Google and hit images. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what. That's our advice from the popo from your popo daddies. <laughs> hey, go, go to Google, hit images on Jessica. All right, when we come back, we're going to switch gears again. We've got emotional support animal news to talk about, all right? Some people are going to be very, very upset, okay? At the feds, not at us, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90s. Welcome back, Popo Nation, and this is the Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, and I'm telling you, we are the hippest dudes on this radio station, my friend. You're not going to hear Dance Monkey on Rush Limbaugh or Chris Platt or, you know, Mark Levin. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll never hear Dance Monkey on those shows. But you're hearing it here on the Popo Report, folks, you young hip people. People are happening. Got lives, actually. Saturday night. That's right. Almost striking midnight. There's a lot going on. That's right, man. Popo reports warming up that date for you, that significant other, okay? Might be giving you a little bit of grief tonight. Let's give uh, Miss Julietta Giuliano some grief. Uh, (laughs) What did did Julietta do? Former manager at a Glenview Plastic Uh, Surgery uh, Center. Mm, There's a lot of dough hanging out there, right? By the way, I saw her. She she probably should have been a customer, not a manager. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? Not saying she's unattractive, but... Uh, she did some unattractive stuff out there. Oh, absolutely. Did, Upwards of $180,000 uh, in malfeasance. I wonder if they get to write that off. I think they get to write that off, don't they? The docs, the... You've got to have some... I guess the insurance policy has to cover uh, uh, thieving employees, right? Well, yeah, generally. Right, generally. Right. Metropolitan MD. 
Chicago Area Cosmetic and Plastic Surgery Center. They started the investigation in May 2018 at Glenview Police. They said these things take a lot of time. Well, Over yeah. a year and a half, I guess so, huh? Yeah, forensic auditing. It's not you can't do that stuff in one day. I gotta tell you something. They're not that complicated. I've worked a lot of stuff like this. <laughs> For one. smart guys like you, when Paul, you should have been in on the case. A partner, man, it's go. pretty easy. You get the bank records and you start looking at where checks are going. It's there's always a paper trail, my friend. And Eventually, it always leads yeah. back to the thief in the building. Okay. Eventually. By the yeah. way, she lives in Schiller Park, working in Glenview. She probably needed the dough. Right? No, nobody would live in Schiller Park voluntarily. <laughs> they have a racetrack over there? There no used to be in Maywood. In Maywood. That's, that's gone, though. Amazon talking about building a big warehouse where the Maywood Park track used to be. Oh, yeah. Schiller yeah. Park's got nothing. Okay, my friend? Got a <laughs> just, little industry. It's just a big park. It's just a big park. Got a lot of trains Owned running Owned by Mr. Schiller. It. I mean... One of my daughter-in-laws actually are from there. They're a very nice home and uh, stuff. But Mitchell Park's basically an industrial area. Yeah. Not a lot of private homes. Property value's low. Yeah, you could get a, a nice home there, mm-hmm. relatively cheap, if you don't mind listening to airplanes. Because Shiller Park's kitty corner from where you are. Noise pollution I, and, uh, yes. and uh, just regular old dirty pollution. Yes. Right. Yeah, true. In a police department that's uh, occasionally entertaining by some of the things they do out there. Don't they have a couple strip joints out there? They used to, I they think. used to. Yeah. Scores? Scores, no scores in Schiller Park. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're that's not the place they would land if they came to Chicago. <laughs> Although it is close. You know, the uh, Japanese businessman could just jump a quick lift ride over there. Yeah. Eat about three bucks. Get to Schiller Park from the airport. It's not far from the airport, I know that. No, right. Get back and catch that international flight later on. We digress, though. (laughs) Yes, we go. Let's let's move on. All right. Juliana's looking at some time. All right. Yeah, she is. She'll probably go to jail for a year or two. Okay. What's what's going on with this Christian pastor? Apparently, he's got a bad attitude, Uh, Paul Mickelson, 79. Uh, You know, he's the former pastor, which would tell us something. Yeah. what did he do, Luke? What did he threaten to do to his former uh, parishioners? Let's see. Let's see. And he's got a beef with. Uh, well, he was a former congregation member, and uh, he. I thought he had a beef with another congregation, not necessarily his former congregation. Or am I reading this incorrectly? Oh, he he wrote a letter basically saying, "You know what? Uh, I'm going to shoot everybody in church, <laughs> the Luther Church." They're not known for being too violent or crazy, right? Pretty conservative, Catholic-hating people, Lutherans, right? <laughs> yeah. Whichever way you dice this up, it's not very Christian-y of him, you know. Not not too Christian-acting, is it? No. Man, the dude's 79. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stretch a little bit and think maybe he's not firing on all eight cylinders. One too many face. wafers? Uh, I don't know. Too much, <laughs> too too much, much holy water? Wine, bro. Too, too much, much communion, communion wine? wine. Yeah. 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 Man, maybe wrote these letters after too much communion wine. Yeah, so he gets himself charged with terroristic threats. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, man, that's rough. That is rough. Terroristic threats, it's especially. I mean, there's been there've been a lot of mass shootings at churches, and uh, that's you just don't want to play with that stuff. Uh, so. um, you know, his letters revealed a deep. I'm quoting now: a deeply rooted rage that simmered over the years while he was a member of the congregation of Holy Trinity. Right? Yeah. yeah he's still ticked off, apparently, <laughs> but. Good news is, nobody got shot, right? Right. Everyone's safe, and I'm predicting... It's just another crazy old white guy yeah, wanting to shoot up some people, right? Crazy old white guy probably don't even own a gun, <laughs> all right? Because they don't mention, believe me, 
This is California. Had they found guns, they would have mentioned that. Yeah. Maybe having a parade over it. All right, Paul. Guess what? You can't bring, when you fly, you can no longer bring your peacocks or your miniature horses on board, all right? You got to knock that crap off. I don't care how emotionally uh, uh, unavailable or damaged you are. (laughs) You got to suck it up and uh, just sit still for two hours or however long your flight is. And once you get to your destination, then you could, you know, hug that miniature uh, horse again. We're talking about folks. U.S. Department of Transportation has finally gotten some common sense into their little small, narrow minds over there. And they've said, hey... No more support pigs, iguanas, uh, other, you know, crazy animals for you losers who can't Turkeys, fly without your turkey. Snakes. Your pig, all right? Your emotional support animal. Those, those little pigs are cute. Dogs. Your pigs are That's cute. It. Dogs. It's the only way it should be. Dogs. I wish they would make an exception for those little miniature pigs. Those are really cute. Yeah. Ride the Greyhound bus. I bet Greyhound doesn't have an exception yet on it. They'll let you bring the emotional pig with you. Bunch of pigs on the ground as it is. <laughs> Usually the attractive in crowd is not riding Greyhound, right? Uh, so I don't know how I feel about this, Paul. Uh, I know how I feel because I've had stupid <laughs> dogs that are about as mostly supportive as I am, okay? Which is to say, not at all. I think people, it's got this gotten way out of hand. Everyone needs an emotional support something, whether it's a blanket or an animal or whatever. Things got to stop. Yeah, I've got those kind of problems. You know, get the old private jet. Rent the private jet. Put it on the Amex and go. It's called, bring, they'll let you bring anything you want on that jet, including guns and dope. I call it the wussification <laughs> of society, right. Paul, okay? It is. Seriously. It is, bro. It is just a joke. Seriously. Can you imagine? My parents, they're old, they, they, they almost never got on an airplane in their lives, probably two or three times. It's all about anxiety. They, they is, is, is a it, pig flying next to them. They, they would have been, whoa, maybe nights shouldn't be flying. <laughs> it has something to do with fear of flying, right? Anxiety. Um, is that what it is? No, no. Just, no, I'm going to tell you what it is. This is, is it? this is these goofballs. Who you know, the airlines? The gravest mistake we ever made in this country was allowing the airlines to, to fight over fares and make it cheap so anybody can fly. <laughs> you know, it used to be nice. People wore suits, they dressed. The stewardesses were attractive. Actually, they weren't eighty years old, all right, and crabby, cranky, and pissed off because they didn't weren't getting paid anything. Everyone knew you got that job because you wanted to get a rich husband, right? <laughs> now we got dudes who are stewardesses. Right? Too many they're dudes. Called, they're called flight attendants. Yeah, Paul. flight attendants. Whatever you call them. They're stewardesses, all right? All right? If you're a dude and you're a stewardess, you, you got issues, my friend, okay? I look to travel. So yeah. not everybody make, should be allowed. Not everybody should should, should, should be allowed. Well, not, not allowed, but uh, afford the price of a, a, a plane ticket. No, yeah. no, no. We, we need to bring it back so the snobby upper middle class is the only ones on airplanes and rich people, all right? There were no pigs, peacocks. Cats, multiple dog. Okay, you just you just paid your you know outrageous stupid airfare and got on the plane. Generally got a pretty decent meal. That is that ship has sailed. That's right. All right. In first class. There you have it, people. Paul Cialino just broke it down for you. All right. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we've got funky crime and punishment time around the nation, including strippers and threesomes and uh, little porn hub. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA ninety. See you in a bit. Yes. I want to see you smile. No, that means I'll have to leave.
Uh, welcome back, Popo Nation, Lupe Choir, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890. We're back. We're back in Wheaton, bro. I love Wheaton and high crime. Some bad stuff going out in that Wheaton. Right? It's supposed to have most churches, I think, of any town in Illinois. Is that right? A lot of crime and a lot of shenanigans going out in Wheaton. <laughs> My kind of town. Especially when everybody's Donata. <laughs> My kind of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, it's a big, big action happening, and a uh, young attorney named Matt Topic uh, posted on Twitter. Got the Wheaton some... Got the Wheaton Popo some publicity they probably didn't want. I like to call him the cream of Wheaton Popo. The cream of Wheaton Popo, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, they've a lot of phone stores been getting robbed, kidnapping people. I mean, you know, the, the Wheaton Popo have not been on their game. But they were on their game the other day when what happened, Loop? <laughs> Dozens of donuts spilled on the roadway, and guess who came to save the day? Who came to save the day? Cream of Wheaton Popo well, came over topic. to shovel them up. Uh, our friend, Attorney Matt Topic, he got photographs of that stuff, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He's got nothing better to do? What, can't mind his own business? Hey, you know, the the irony of the popo shoveling and picking up donuts off the street. <laughs> Did they make it back to the station? You think maybe they were early brunch that day? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, come on. No, because the deputy uh, chief, P.J. Yoker, right? He says, uh, you know, hey, that's what we do. We, we serve and protect. Absolutely. Today, we just have to be serving. Who wants to have a slip and fall on a donut on the street, right? Got a 10 a.m. Mm. call about a roadway hazard, and I found a six dozen donuts out there. And the popo showed up with shovels and buckets. <laughs> Those donuts can cause some serious traffic accidents that, on the roadway. Yeah, that's right. Could have been a trap, Yoker said. So we, we responded immediately. You got <laughs> to weave to avoid that donut, you know? Over there, but Nanana, man, that's Naperville Road and uh, Butterfield Road. Very, very busy. Another busy, busy over by there. Yeah, yes, exactly. it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very familiar with that area. Okay, it's a high crime area of Wheaton. So there you go. There you go, Wheaton Popo. You can save the day once again. Yes, they did, man. They saved lots of bad accidents from happening. All right. Funky crime and punishment time. We've got some... Uh, <laughs> On our 69th show. In celebration of our... Exactly, Paul. There you go. Pornhub sued by deaf man over lack of closed captioning in videos. The travesty. I, it's a travesty because the language generally... Not all that difficult to transcribe. Is there a lot of, I mean, not really a lot of, a lot of talking, a lot of moaning and groaning. Yeah, right? and you know, when you're, you're transcribing that stuff, it says moaning, groaning, <laughs> singing, whatever the case may be, right? Humming. A lot of humming going on over porn of, I'm sure. So our guy, uh, Mr. Suris, Yaroslav Suris, he's suing Pornhub because he's claiming that it's denied it's denied the deaf and hearing impaired access to its videos that others can easily enjoy. That's a great argument. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> the ADA should be up should have been up in arms a long time ago with this. Well, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. You think they settle this case? They're going to pay, or they're going to they're going to get the uh, the you know somebody to transcribe this stuff. <laughs> But I mean, to uh, Pornhub's defense, they're they're claiming, "Hey, listen, buddy, we have a closed caption category." You know, you scroll up and it says categories, closed captioning. I'm guessing the lawyer didn't properly research this one because had he seen that, uh, you know, I'm thinking Pornhub is probably making it. Uh, you know, his his, you know, overcome the burden of not having it. Well, no, indeed, sir, we do have it. You just didn't know where to look. 
That's a, that's a great defense. Um, it is but, a very good defense. But Mr. Suris, he's, you know, him and his similar situated buddies, you know, they need full and complete access, just like the rest of us. To Speak for yourself, everything, not me. To everything that <laughs> Pornhub has to, Off- has to offer. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're printing money over at Pornhub. Okay? They're doing okay with that little business model over there. Yeah, so let's see if this makes it all the way to the Supreme Court. I don't think it will. No? It'd be right. funny, though. It'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be right now, but we'll be talking about this one in the future. Yeah. We'll be all following right. this story closely, folks. Popo right. reports all over it. <laughs> all right, folks. Strippers and bars. It's a great combination, especially when you're using ill-gotten gains, right? You know, we have done this story before. Professors, for some reason, when they have access to their university checkbook, like this dude did, have a tendency to spend a lot of that money in strip clubs. On strippers, right? And this is a problem. This is a national problem. Something I think we should, there should be a task force and we should get appointed to head that said task force loop. I think we could do a great job on covering <laughs> yes, this uh, massive scheme. Right. Now, anyone who can pronounce this dude's name will, uh, you know, have our gratitude forever. I can't. We're not even going to try because it's all all consonants. Right? Let's see. Uh, There's not too many vowels in there. Nawakapa. Okay. Nawakapa, <laughs> a professor at Drexel University. He was a chair of the engineering department. And uh, engineering, we know, is a little boring, not a lot of fun, right? But he had access to funds provided by the Department of the Navy, Department of Energy, which usually includes nuclear stuff. Okay. National Science Foundation. Uh, they did a little internal audit at Drexel and found out. Nakawakapa made numerous personal purchases between 07 and April 17. $185,000 in strippers, nightclubs, and bars. Nakawakapa claimed the f- funds, though, were used in catering and food. You're having a lot of fun with his name, aren't you? I'm not having fun with that name at all, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing. Drexel, uh, the uh, the university, they tried to, I, I'm thinking they tried to cover this thing up. Well, they, they just, sure did because they paid back, right? Yeah, they had, uh, sweep it under the rug, you know? No, 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 uh, no one needs to know about this. Well, Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner, who's the most liberal prosecutor in the nation, literally, charged Nakawakapa with theft by unlawful taking and theft by deception. I guess they didn't do such a good job of, like, uh, making this thing go away. They did not. And somebody probably beefed in the engineering department. The engineer's a little uptight. Man, he's going to the strip joints and he's not inviting us. See, that's the thing. When you're doing bad things, you got to make sure everyone's involved so no one narks on you. That's that's You should have been bringing the whole department to this strip club, okay? <laughs> making it rain for all of them, old professors. <laughs> he didn't make it rain for enough. He, he did not. He was pretty selfish, I'm guessing. Okay? He wasn't sharing. I think that's a jag-off move. That is a jag-off move, but probably doesn't qualify he for jag-off didn't want to spread. Didn't want to spread the wealth. <laughs> How about yeah, that? We, we should make him, just so we can put his name on the trophy. <laughs> all right? But we're not going to do it, folks. We right. will not do it. We're going to Oklahoma, right? Yeah, yes, For we are going to Oklahoma. A little threesome action, huh? Yeah. yeah. We had a volleyball coach at Berry Hill High School in Tulsa acting badly. What'd yeah. she do, Loop? Let's see. She invited her male student and a female colleague huh? to the crib yeah. for a little threesome. Oh. Like I said, what the problem is. <laughs> right. There is no problem, gentlemen. <laughs> right. But the problem is she got caught. That's the problem. 
Somebody, maybe, maybe the kid's mom, maybe someone. Yeah, some something happened. Hey, listen, Joyce's husband was away on a business trip, man. She was bored, right? She's on Snapchat. <laughs> she, oh, look at this fine-looking young man. <laughs> oh, and let me call one of my former colleagues over. She'll like him too. Group sex. Oh, man. she got so caught. And you know, the student, eighteen, yeah, admitted that this encounter had taken place at the teacher's home along with another adult female, a former teacher of the district. So he was 17. This happened last year. So I guess that's why it's still considered statutory rape, even though it's a male. And why, he willingly, why is he talking? He why is he talking? What is this kid's problem? He was the coolest kid. <laughs> he was cool for a little while. He's not cool anymore. No, no uh, but still, folks, it's still. Listen, listen, people. In Tulsa, man. Still considered statutory rape, male and female, all right? Against the law, right, Loop? It's against the law, no matter how you slice it, all right? No matter what sex you are. All right, when we come back, we've got a uh, dentist who likes to perform dentistry while on a hoverboard. How about that? This guy is talented and then some. All right, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. But I'm having a very good time. Having a good time. That's what it's all about, Popo Nation. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ceiling on WLS AM 890 in Chicago. This is the close, folks. Coming out of the turn, down the back stretch. Don't want to miss this one. We're almost done. You're almost done. You're going to be released in a few minutes here. You could continue your partying wherever you want to go. That's right. Having a good time, my friend. Listen to the Popo Report. Only gets better after this. Continue having a good time. All right, what do we got going out there in Anchorage, Alaska? Uh, A little crazy up in Alaska, bro. They are. Not much happens up there, but when it does, it's usually entertaining, at the very least. Absolutely. You've got got freezing weather. You've got sometimes uh, daylight for, what, 30 minutes? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Sometimes the sun will come out for weeks at a time. Yeah, so... You got to fill it somehow. Entertain yourself. Well, we got a, we got a new candidate for Jag off of the week. That's Dr. right, Dr. Seth Lockhart, a dentist up in uh, Anchorage. He just got convicted on forty six felony and misdemeanor counts. What was he doing? Five five week bench trial, man. This dude. That's a. I've seen multiple homicides. Not what, last that What long. else are you going to do in Anchorage, Alaska? Let's let's have this protracted, uh, long trial, all right? Let's ooh, do it. Ooh, man, he's got all kinds of issues. He's going to jail. He, so Seth is gone. So let's explain what he did. What did he do, Luke? The lawsuit said he performed a dental extraction procedure on a sedated patient while riding a hoverboard. I mean, riding a hoverboard while just having, you know, not not doing anything is hard enough. But this guy, he's got his hands in patient's mouth. He's got some, you know, he's got sharp objects doing whatever. What's the problem? The dude's asleep. He don't know what's going on. He's filming it, too. Something's filming this whole thing. Oh, you got to put it on Instagram. Yes, he did. He (laughs) said it to friends, right? You got to put it out there. Absolutely. You can't perform something this cool and not have everybody know about it. He said, Seth claims this is a new standard of care in the dental industry. <laughs> Riding your hoverboard, pulling teeth. I mean, this guy is talented. He's got some steady hands and steady feet. Well, that, but then you ran into a little bit of problem where when doctors get in trouble, this is usually the big one. Charged with medical assistance fraud for billing Medicare for procedures that were either unnecessary or not probably justified. And the theft of $25,000 or more by diverting funds. From the Alaska Dental Arts, among others. Seth is like a one-man crime wave up there in Anchorage. Here's the, here's the, here's the deal, Paul. This guy is, uh, 
whenever you do something reckless, like, you know, performing dental surgery on a hoverboard, it usually means you're reckless, at the very least, highly negligent in other aspects of your life or your business, whatever. So it doesn't surprise me that he's doing this. Well, Judge Wolverton, also, who, who ran this five-week circus up there, said uh, <laughs> evidence was often supported and often in excruciating detail by Lockhart, our boy Seth's, own text photos and videos. Yeah. He told on himself, in other words, didn't he? That's what all dumb you know, people do. They just, they don't keep it to themselves as, uh, you know, you just... Even to your wife. you got to let your friends know about it. Well, Seth is going to get sentenced on April 30th. And I, I would imagine Judge Lockhart's going to drop the hammer on him. You know, Paul, when I'm uh, giving legal advice, <laughs> I usually do it on a... I'm going to have full disclosure. I usually do it on a hoverboard, too. Yeah, that's okay, you know? Lou. I think you can give legal advice while on a hoverboard. <laughs> you think I'll get pinched for that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Especially if you don't, uh, you know, put it on Snapchat or Twitter or something else. You know, I don't sit behind a desk and talk to my clients. We go on the hallway. We go up and down. In the hoverboard. Do, the you hoverboard. Tell, do you let the client ride that hoverboard? No, they stay on one end of the hallway. Uh. <laughs> you know, you got good acoustics in the hallway. You know, it's a lot of marble in there. Yeah, so yeah. they could hear me when I'm, you know, either next to you or, you know, uh, maybe uh, 50 feet away or 100 feet away. We'll put this on a website that we're going to develop one day, right? That's yet to be developed. So listen, Seth, I feel you. You know, I've, right. I've got some kind of compassion, but be careful out there. Bro, right? we got till April to get Seth on the program. <laughs> Talk to us. We could interview him. This freaking guy. All right, what's going on next? I don't know, man. What are we doing next? <laughs> I don't. Are we done yet? We got Joe Exotic. <laughs> ah, Joe Exotic. Joe got sentenced to uh, in a plot to arrange the killing of a big cat rescue CEO in Tampa. For all you. Uh, you know, wildlife lovers. This is a bad dude. Well, he only got 22 years for uh, That's it? a federal judge in Oklahoma. Sentence. 56-year-old Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage, who is also known as Joe Exotic. Uh, interesting dude, folks. Look it up on Google. Joe Exotic. Been uh, uh, documentaries filmed on this guy. He's a whack job, this one. Right. Yeah, he was sentenced for killing five tigers, selling tiger cubs, and falsifying wildlife records. Come on, dude. He's he's absolutely nuts. And if you ever get to watch the documentary on him, you'll understand what we're saying. But he's going out to jail now. Twenty-two years. Uh, what's eighty-five percent of twenty-two? About nineteen something, right? Nineteen point something years. He's going to be doing, which will make him about seventy-five years old when he walks out of jail. All right, there you oh, go, Maldonado. Boy. Yeah, he's done. Let's do Florida real quickly. Put a fork in him. <clears throat> well, folks, we're back. You know when you hear that music where we're going. We're down in Florida. Yes, we are. You know, St. Petersburg, Florida, nice part of Florida. Over down the Gulf Coast. Not too shabby. Not bad at all. We like it there. Nice water, nice people, good restaurants, right? Yeah, nice strip joints. I like it. And the police are usually very reasonable. Not necessarily uh, going on vacation, leaving on probation in that town. Except, of course, unless you're this lady, right? Terry Slaughter, Sunday, went to church. Nice quiet day. Comes home with a little Bible in a hand. What'd she do next, Loop? What What did Terry do? Let's see. Had a little spat, I guess, right? <laughs> had a domestic disturbance <laughs> with the boyfriend who was living with her. I'm not sure the Bible says it's okay just to shack up and live together, okay? 
No, not very, not very Christian-y, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm sure what church she's going to. But the next thing she did definitely was not in the Bible. Yeah. Well, right? But this boyfriend is, I, let's just say what he is. He's a wuss, bro. Okay? Boyfriend called the popo because Terry threw the Bible at him. Didn't, didn't, didn't even get hit. Threw the book. Yes. She missed. Yeah. And he calls the popo. A little assault Are charge. Are you kidding me, man? I mean, I even the popo coming out on this thing. That Bible's not going to hurt. Come on, man. Missed. And he missed, yeah. She, he didn't get hit with anything. She yeah. threw the Bible at him. No, no, no. Right? And she got charged. <laughs> so this is just a big waste of the popo's time, all right? But I got to tell you something. Not very Florida worthy. Uh, I don't know if it's a waste of time because guess what Terry did for a while? <laughs> she just did 20 years. She got out in March of 2018 after serving 20 years for a second degree murder conviction. So I'm guessing the new boyfriend was like, did not want to be the new murder victim. All right, all right. Let's wrap it up then. We've got a Jag Off of the Week Award coming up. All right, all right here we go. We got three candidates today, Luke. Okay, I'll start off with the first one. We got our boy Big Rob from New Trier. You know, he uh, stole almost ten million from uh, Investor A, and who else? Ah, then we got our boy Mike Tate, who uh, ran Granny out, his mom out of the kitchen, then stabbed his father, who's a, a really sick guy, just had open heart surgery, and murdered his dad. And we've got Seth Lookhart, our uh, dentist. Uh, who's performing dentistry on a hoverboard in Alaska. And the winner is... Uh, we know the winner is on this one, right? Mr. Mike Tate. Mike, you are the jag-off of the week. For killing your dad. <laughs> That's right. What? Mike, a jag-off. Well for being jag-off of the year, right, Luke? Yeah, he's been running for <laughs> jag of the year. That's all right. right. Don't mess with your parents, all right? Hey, can we switch over to a happy ending, maybe? Let's go. Let's go, It's time Luke. for checkoff. What's going on with happy ending? You're asking me? You, well, you want me to tell you? Yeah, I want you to tell me. All right. Okay. The Popo rescued a man from inside a garbage truck after being expelled from dumpster. He was taking a nap in. Bro, that's sappy ending. <laughs> All day long, that's happy. Are you kidding me? This guy's just chilling out in the dumpster. You know, I think he was chilling out with his girlfriend. At some point, she left. because She's like, I had enough with this. And he didn't wake up. And the next thing you know, you're in a dumpster truck. Almost being, you know what, squished to death? Well, I'll tell you, you get dumped out of a dumpster into a garbage truck, uh, nothing good's going to happen usually after that. But uh, <laughs> but our buddy, our buddy uh, Mike Mancini, 62, survived the Dinny Loop. There you go. And the Myrtle Beach Police Department, that's the, the people he has to thank for. He has to thank. You know, they saved his life. These guys are all over the place. He did, he did go to the hospital because he complained of chest pain and hip injuries after being dumped into the said garbage truck. Well, I would too, Paul, and he's all right. All right, and that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And get out of that damn passing lane, all right, guys? We're trying to zip on by. We'll see you next week.